Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. This is Steph Driver, and you are listening to Broad Street Hockey Interviews. I'm sitting here with Elaine Vigneault, head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. I asked Chuck this question when we spoke a few weeks ago. You've coached in multiple big markets and visited Philadelphia a lot throughout your career. So what did you not know about Philadelphia, the city or the team or the fan base that you know now after two and a half years with the team? Well, I don't think there's anything I didn't know because I consider uh, Philly uh, as close to an original six as it can possibly be. I've had the privilege to coach the Montreal Canadiens and the New York Rangers, two original six teams. Uh, this is as close as it gets. Uh, sort of a, with an original six, there's sort of a cult following. And, you know, you go on the road, there's always tons of fans. And you have this in Philly. When the Flyers go on the roads, tons of fans with the jerseys, uh, very supportive of their team. Um, you know, they say Flyer fans are tough. I sort of, I'm sort of trending the way that they're very supportive. Everywhere we go, we get strong energy from them, and that's what you want from your fans. Excellent. So everyone thinks that they can be an internet coach or a couch coach. Yeah. What are some things the general public doesn't know about your role? And I would assume there's a lot. Well, a, a head coach today, I mean, you've got to be able to touch all areas from, you know, the, the technical part, the technical part, uh, psychology, psychological part. Um, there, there's a lot that goes into it. And, and you've got just not the players, but you've got the trainers, the medical staff. There's a lot of people that you've got to, uh, that are basically un, under you uh, or you're supervising. So it, it makes for a, a lot of attention. I, I just feel that um, the, the position has, has grown through the years that um, there's so much more involved in today's hockey than there was 20 years ago. The video work, the science is, is the analytical part. You just got to be able to touch every little thing. And, and probably the most important part, I would say, is, as a coach, surround yourself with the best possible people because they'll make you look smart. And I think that's one of, been one of my best qualities. I've had great people around me that have made me go into my, I think it's 19 years as a head coach. That's a, that's a pretty good time in the NHL. You set me up perfectly for my next question. So what are the advantages to having a veteran coaching staff that may be magnified as more veteran players are brought in like they were this off season, mm -hmm. mostly at the expense of, of some of the younger guys? Uh, well, I think being a veteran staff, it means a lot of experience, but the staff that we have has also stayed proactive in everything they do. For me, I've always tried to look at the, the best technology, the science that's out there, anything that we can 
uh, be first at. And the ex- fact that we're experienced coaches permits us to try things with players where uh, they might not guess second guess as much. If you're a new guy coming in with new ideas, sometimes players will look at you funny. But if you're a veteran guy, that's they, they probably don't know that you're trying this, but we've been able to, to get away with things that have been very successful, very useful to teams. And I hope to continue in that, in that way for many more years. Can you give me just an example of some of the things that you've tried that you don't know if other coaching staffs could have gotten away with? Well, well, we, we were the first ones, uh, I, I believe, in New York to uh, be able to, um, like, uh, half an hour after the game, our guys would have all their shifts on their phones or on their iPads. We gave them iPads. Uh, we had a system where we knew that they were – we wanted them to watch it, but we also knew that they were, they were watching it. So the next day we could say to a player, uh, you didn't have time yet to watch your shifts. We want you to watch. We want you to, to look at this, etc." And I've also through the years tried different grading mechanisms and things like that, that some have worked better than others. Some that I've continued. I think it all depends on, on the group of players that you have and uh, the dynamic and the accountability. So not everything that has worked for one team will work for this team. You just got to read, get the pulse of your group and, and understand what works best for them. That's experience. And I think it's, it's good to have that. Yeah, totally. So a large part of this off season was focused on changing the locker room chemistry and the leadership group. Mm-hmm. How would you say that the dynamics have changed based on what you've seen so far during preseason and training camp? Yeah, one thing I, I do want to address, I don't think that our, our room was bad. And, and I want to make sure everybody understands that the players that have left were good people. They weren't bad people. But there d- does come a point where you need to change the dynamics for whatever reason. And I prefer not to get into the reasons. But what we brought in, I feel, is energy, is enthusiasm, is our players that are positive. You go from Yandel to Cam Atkinson to Derek Brassard to uh, Ryan Ellis to whoever you want. All those guys have got that positive energy. They have good accountability. They're veteran guys. And because of the, the situation the world was in the last you know two years with COVID, a lot of the younger players haven't been able to play. We've brought in guys that have been able to play. They've played in the NHL shortened season in the bubble uh, almost 19 months ago. So at some point, those younger players that we have uh, will be ready to help the Flyers. At this time right now, those veteran players are, are better prepared to face what we have ahead of us. So last, last season was just a perfect storm of worst case scenarios mm-hmm. for the Flyers. What should we as fans be looking forward to this season? Well, it's a different team and a different team with with different energy. We're looking to be a hard team to play against, a hardworking team, but a very smart team in in the way we play on the ice. And that's going to enable us, in my estimation, to progress, to get better during the year. Teams that improve are the ones that get into the playoffs. We intend to be one of those teams. Obviously, things have got to fall into place. So far, we've run into a little... Uh, unfortunate luck with some of our injuries. Our depth is 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 getting really tested. That's why Chuck uh, picked up uh, Patrick Brown on waivers. Um, but hopefully, we get those guys back at some point. 
because throughout this year, with the way the schedule is laid out, uh, you're going to need team depth. Uh, you're going to need, obviously, groups to, to improve, like I mentioned a little while back. I believe we ha- have all those components, and we're going to work extremely hard. Now, is this your first full season in Philadelphia? Because the last two have been shortened? Well, the first I started got ended in March, and then we went back to the bubble. And last year we started after after New Year, so it's my first full one. Keeping my fingers crossed that uh, you know society uh, is is all right, and we can all function in front of fans and, and play hockey the way it's meant to be. Uh, we're all keeping our fingers crossed, but so far so good. Wonderful. So now I'm just going to dig into some individual players. Yeah. So Carter Hart's struggles were pretty evident last season. You spoke publicly about them. He also spoke publicly about them. How confident are you in Carter based on what you saw in the offseason, his approach to this season, and what should we expect out of him? You know, I think life is never just a straight line. Mm. You know, in life you have your ups and downs. And what you have to do is you have to, when you have some challenging moments, you have to learn from those moments. Carter's a smart young man. He's going to learn from his past experience. It's going to make him a better goaltender for us this year and a better person. That's what I expect from all our players, not just from Carter, but from all our players. And he's obviously, I'm very confident that he's learned from the past. I've told every returning flyer to last year does not represent who we are, uh, but you have to learn from it, get better. And that's, and that this year it's going to show. So Ryan Ellis and Keith Yandel, both defensemen who have played elite hockey for a long time. Is there something to be said about not only having these experienced, more proven players available to play, but also having them in the room to teach younger guys like Travis Sanheim or even Ivan Provorov how to find consistent success or how to win in this league? Yeah, well, both both players bring a lot. Uh, in, In my mind, Keith Yandel, uh, you know, he's, he's not at, at the top of his game. He's getting a little older, but his game is still very good, and he's still going to be an impactful player on our team. Ryan Ellis is right there. Like, his game is is excellent, plays that full 200-foot game, plays the power play, kills penalties, and he's got leadership. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's been through a, a lot in Nashville. This is his first time that he's ever been traded it's going to bring a little spark a little energy to him he's really optimistic and he's going to wear our uniform for quite a few years because he's a good player great you've seen Tyson Forrester in a pair of rookie camps and now an NHL training camp what are your impressions of him as a player what have you seen in his development that you like Um, what do you think he still needs to work on to become better adjusted at the pro level yeah, I mean, I've, I saw Tyson last year. He came in uh, when we restarted the, the season, uh, and I saw him this year. There was big improvement in his skating. Uh, you see a, a young man there that uh, is really working on his game, all aspects of his game. He's a young player. You know, he needs to improve everywhere from uh, the understanding of the game, the knowledge to his skill set, and he's working on all those. He had a real good camp. Um, he's playing in, in Lehigh Valley right now. He's got a great coaching staff there with uh, Lappy being a, a new head coach. And uh, he's got everything it takes. He's got to put it together. And hopefully he does put it together so that he can help the Flyers win. 
Cam York, obviously an exciting part of this team's future. If I really held your feet to the fire and you were forced to only list three qualities, three outstanding qualities that he possesses, what would they be? And why do you think those would help him be an impactful player at the next level? Well, I would say his vision his skating ability and obviously his uh, decisions with the puck. Uh, There's a young man there with tons of potential, uh, but still a very young man playing a, a position uh, that is, is not easy, uh, but everything I've seen from him from his short time with us uh, last year at the end of the season to his rookie camp, to our camp here tells me that uh, uh, we've got a, a, a good young player there. That's got a tremendous amount of potential. Now he's got to put it together also. Great. Now this one's, this was a fun question. What position would Gritty excel in? Oh, geez. <laughs> For me, Gritty's got to be a power forward, right? I right. He's right in there. He's in there all the time. He's making it hard on everybody. Uh, he'd be a, a great addition to our team. Power forwards are something you can never have enough of. And uh, he'd be a great example. Great. And then before we wrap up here, what is one thing that you want Flyers fans to know as we head into the home opener on Friday? All our group uh, wants to win. Uh, you, you know, we're playing the, this game for the right reasons. Uh, we know we've got a lot of work ahead of us, uh, but we want to win. We want to bring a cup to Philly, and we're going to do everything we can to bring one. Wonderful. Well, that's it Thank for you. me. Thank you so much, Elaine. You. My pleasure. Anytime. Take care. Bye-bye.